Hello, and welcome to episode 300 of Helix Reviews. My name is David, bringing you a, a top 100 list from a Christian Geek Worldview. Oh my goodness, we're at episode 300. Uh, that's insane. That's crazy. That's uh, way more episodes uh, than I expected. I don't know. I, I don't know what I expected when I started all this exactly, but oh my goodness, crazy. That That's a, that's a lot of episodes. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, if you, if you listen for a long time, or even if this is the, the first time you're listening, Thank you for listening, seriously. The, the fact that you listen to uh, me as opposed to any other podcast or literally anything else, uh, it, it's super cool. So, thank you very much. As I said, this is a, a episode 300 uh, every time on these 100 episodes. I guess uh, two times so far. We're just doing the third time now. I do a top 100 list. The first one was my top 100 superheroes, I believe, was the first one. My second one was my top 100 video games, and now I'm gonna be doing my top 100 movies. This is the one, this is like the big one, honestly. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the one I've been thinking about doing uh, for a while now, and it's like, okay, here's episode 300, and it's like, I should get on this, and I went, did a list of a, a ton of movies. Even, it, it always surprises me with these 100 lists, because even though I have 100 options, 100 picks, there's always some things that I expected to end up on the list, you know, like, th th I expect this movie to end up somewhere lower on the list or something, and it just doesn't make it on the list at all because there's so many movies in here, and there's so many movies that I, I really like. I have a hundred movies here that I really really like. There's so many movies, I kind of got to move through it somewhat quickly. That said, I, I don't like it when people do lists and they just say like the name of the movie and then just kind of move on or, or something like that. So I am going to say at least a, a little bit about each individual movie and then uh, and, and we're going to work our way through 100 movies. My 100 favorite movies of all time. I'm pretty happy with how this list turned out. I, I think uh, there's there's going to be some surprises on here, probably. There's going to be some things that nobody should have on their top ten, top 100 list uh, that ended up in my top 100. It's not all just superhero movies, in case you're curious, uh, though there is a lot of superhero movies that ended up in here. I think I'll uh, at the end of the episode, I'll, I'll break down the list and uh, say, like, oh, this many of those, this many of this kind of movies, just to kind of dissect it a little bit more, but eh, let's not talk about that now. Let's get into this list, the big, long, episode 300, 100 movie list, starting us off with movie number 100, my 100th favorite movie of all time, and that is No Deposit, No Return. This is a childhood classic for me. This is one that I, I watched several times growing up. A classic Don Knotts comedy. Uh, great slapstick, great comedy. I love this movie. Number 100, No Deposit, No Return. Number 99, 
I got 12 angry men. Now, uh, this is, uh, we, we got to get some of these actual kind of classics out of the way now. Some of the classics that I really like out of the way now so that uh, later on in the list, uh, I can get to the, the movies that aren't classics to most people, but that are my favorite movies. So we got 12 angry men, uh, a movie that I wasn't sure if I was going to like, but it's about uh, 12 jurors in a room arguing the entire movie and it is riveting. It is so good. So good. Uh, number 98, Dial M for Murder. Alfred Hitchcock mystery film, The Master of Suspense. Alfred Hitchcock, such a great director. And this is, uh, well, I thought, yeah, I guess this is my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie because I think this is the highest one that, uh, that pops up on the list here for me. Uh, but Dial M for Murder, absolutely fantastic. Number 97. I got Batman Forever. Uh, this is the, my favorite. This is my favorite of those old Batman movies. You know, like uh, Tim Burton made a couple Batman movies, and then you got, you know, Val Kermel making uh, this one, and then you got George Clooney making one. Uh, out of all those old Batman series, Batman Forever is my favorite of all those, and it ends up at number 97. It was actually, I believe it was my first Batman movie that I ever watched was Batman Forever. So maybe that has a little bit of a part of it, a little bit of a nostalgia there for me, but I, I do very much enjoy that movie. I think it's some good cheesy Batman fun. Number 96, I got First Blood. This is the first Rambo movie and by far the best Rambo movie. Uh, just a, a great action, great kind of storyline, but, but just surprisingly deeper than you would expect from a Rambo movie, at least from what I understood Rambo movies, and then I went in watching First Blood, and I was like, dude, there's more to this than I expected, and I really, really enjoyed it. Number 95, I got Freeway. This is a dark comedy that's kind of a a screwed up take on like Alice in Wonderland or something, or no, Little Red Riding Hood. It's like a screwed up take on Little Red Riding Hood uh, about this uh, creeper that's like stalking this girl and trying to kidnap her and she has to get away kind of thing. Uh, funny, dark, and, uh, and I enjoyed that one. Uh, number 94, Blade 2. Guillermo del Toro directing the best Blade movie. Uh, hopefully the one that comes out in the MCU tops it, but we'll see about that. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, I love him, love making monster movies and stuff. He's definitely going to show up on this list again. Uh, Blade 2 just kind of, in some ways, I guess, making the Blade franchise more into that monster movie that it already kind of is because it's about vampires and giving you more monsters, vampires and stuff. Very cool, very fun. Wesley Snipes as Blade, very fun. Number Number 93, War of the Worlds. This is the uh, Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds with uh, Tom Cruise and stuff. Very much enjoy this good alien invasion film. Uh, number 92, Overlord. Uh, this is like as close as we're going to get to like a Wolfenstein movie without them actually just making a Wolfenstein movie, probably. Uh, very much enjoyed this movie. Kind of a, a, a small, under-the-radar kind of movie, but I really, really enjoyed 
Overlord. Number 91, Insidious, James Wan making his first movie on the list here. Uh, really enjoyed Insidious, starting off a, a pretty good franchise. It, it kind of goes downhill from here. But this first movie, very good, very exciting, very edgy your seat, and some very interesting concepts in this one. Number 90, I got The Village, M. Night Shyamalan's first appearance on this list. Uh, I know some people aren't into The Village. I really, really liked The Village. I, I thought this was a really cool movie. I I mean, I know, yeah, this is one that kind of seems like people are, are kind of mixed on this one. Uh, but, man, this, you know, watching this, watching, well, I guess some of the other movies that will be on this list, uh, just... I, I really was getting into M. Night Shyamalan at this time, you know, watching him and stuff, and I I just loved The Village along with some of his other movies as well. Number 89, I got the, by far the newest movie on this list, uh, Malignant. I loved this movie, man. I, I just watched this in theaters a few weeks back now. Uh, I think it's actually the last episode of the podcast is which... I reviewed it, uh, but I actually saw it before the episode before that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I really, really love this movie. I tried to avoid uh, putting some of the newer movies on the list because it's always, like with newer movies, it always kind of moves up or down or, you know, you, you when you first watch it, it's like, man, I really love this movie, but maybe it'll go down over time in my mind or maybe it'll go up over time in my mind. So far, it's went up. Like, so far, just thinking back on it more and more, like, I gotta rewatch this because, man, I really really, really enjoyed it. Uh, but yes, the newest movie on my list, another James Wan movie, Malignant. I, I really enjoyed it. If you haven't seen Malignant, check it out. Check it out. It's a good horror movie. Uh, number 88, 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh, better than the original Cloverfield movie, a, a great contained thriller with some bigger Cloverfield elements in there as well. Very fun really intense, exciting John Goodman, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead giving amazing performances. Good, good stuff. Number 87, Mayhem. Another dark comedy here uh, about uh, a dude, people in an office building that suddenly kind of go crazy because this kind of disease pops up that makes people uh, go extremely, get extremely aggressive. And uh, it's very funny. It's very fun, and it's just over-the-top, insane kind of action. Boy, you know, watch a movie like this. Watch uh, The Belco Experiment, which is not on this list, but is a somewhat similar kind of movie. Uh, very, very fun. This one's better than The Belco Experiment, if you didn't like that one. Check out Mayhem. I really like it. Uh, number 86 got Chronicle. Okay, so this movie, the found footage genre, I, I'm not crazy about the found footage genre, but it can be done well. This is one where it is done well. A, a superhero movie shot with found footage, very weird, very interesting, and it's it's kind of almost like a villain origin story kind of thing. I really enjoy Chronicle. Number 85, Planet Hulk, the animated Marvel movie. Marvel has a few good animated movies. DC mostly has the handle on that, but Marvel has a few, and Planet Hulk is one of them. This was my introduction, actually, to the Planet Hulk storyline before reading the comics and, and before Thor Ragnarok kind of adapted it in uh, that movie. If you like animated superhero movies, I definitely think that this is one to check out. I really enjoyed Planet Hulk. Number 84, 
I got the Babadook. This is probably the scariest movie that I've seen. Man, this movie, it was just so incredibly intense, so incredibly edge of your seat the entire movie to me that I, and, and it was really good. It was like a really interesting, engaging story and the, 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 kind of metaphor that they got going on with the Babadook I think is really interesting and I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, number 83, we got The Bourne Identity. Uh, this one is my favorite of the Bourne movies. The whole Bourne trilogy is fantastic if you haven't seen it. One of the best just straight up action franchises out there. Uh, you know, Jason Bourne kind of in some ways changing the way action movies were made moving forward to a certain extent. I mean, even like James Bond, who inspired so much action, you know, was influenced by the Bourne franchise and stuff. Just a fantastic movie. Really, really good. It, it lives up to the hype. Uh, number 82, I got The Shining. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Absolutely fantastic, edgier seat horror movie with amazing performances and, and kind of some weird artsy kind of stuff in there because that's Stanley Kubrick for you. But I really really enjoyed The Shining. Uh, number 81, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, the ultimate cut, specifically, because that adds in a bunch of stuff that, that really kind of fleshes out the movie and makes the movie much better than the theatrical cut, in my opinion, for sure. I really enjoyed this movie. I, I enjoyed this movie as the, uh, the main one, but the ultimate cut really does kind of bring it all together and make me like this movie quite a bit more. Uh, and ultimately, it's just very fun. It's just very entertaining. It's got these characters that I, I really like, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, um, putting them all together in a movie and, and kind of having them face off and fight and, and do all that kind of stuff. Very enjoyable. Very fun. Number 80, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Okay, this movie is wacky. It's weird. It's insane. It's Matthew Vaughn doing his thing, and I really like Matthew Vaughn's movies. Kingsman, Kingsman The Secret Service is really good. Uh, number 79, I got Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, the follow-up to the insanely popular exploding franchise with that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh, this one, not as good as that first one, but still a really good movie, and, and taking the franchise, kind of twisting it in some different directions that I really enjoyed. Uh, easily, I guess... Spoilers for the future of the list, but easily the second best of the Pirates movies. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I guess every movie is kind of a step down from the last one, but this is one when I was still just really, really good in my opinion, and bringing in things like the Kraken, the ending of it's kind of insane, even if it is uh, a little bit anticlimactic to a certain extent, but I just, I love this movie. Uh, number 78, I got the Blair Witch Project. I think it is... So incredibly impressive what they did with this movie while just showing you and telling you absolutely nothing. Because this movie is exciting, it's intense, and you you don't see anything. There's never a time when the Blair Witch or whatever is revealed. There's never a time when you, you get an explanation for it. It's just, it's all very vague, but you can follow what's going on. You can follow the story and you can kind of see things that's going on. This is one, this is one of, if not the best 
example of what a found footage genre movie should be in my opinion this is doing the most with the least and it's it's very good i really really enjoy this movie this is another one that the further i get away from it the more and more i just really appreciate what they did in this movie number 77 I got Tron Legacy. I really like the Tron movies. And Tron Legacy, man, I wish they kept making sequels to this. Because this, like, just visually it's amazing. The world they created in here is amazing. And I really liked the story that they were telling in this sequel. I, I wish they would make more. They Every once in a while they'll be like, oh, we're going to make another one. We're going to make a reboot. We're going to do something. And then they, they never really do. And it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> but Tron Legacy, really like it. Number 76. The Prestige, Christopher Nolan debuting on the list here, and The Prestige, such a cool, interesting movie about uh, people doing magic tricks and stuff and trying to out-trick each other, amazing performances, intriguing, crazy story that you're constantly trying to figure out, and it, it just pulls those strings all the way through the movie, really, really enjoy The Prestige, Christopher Nolan just one of the all-time best directors, in my opinion. Number 75, Memento. Dude, another Christopher Nolan movie here right off the bat. Absolutely fantastic mystery movie with a twist where everything is not quite told in order because the character is not really experiencing anything in order. It's all jumbled in his head, just like it's all jumbled on the screen, and it works so well. Memento is amazing. Uh, number 74, Train to Basan. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I think it's a Korean movie. Uh, it's a zombie movie. Zombies on a train. And I've never seen so much punching zombies in the face in a movie in my life as this movie. And I love it. It's so much fun. But also so emotionally impactful at the same time. Really well done. Uh, number 73. I got Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh my goodness, why did they scrap this movie? Why are they not continuing this series, seemingly? You know, following Zack Snyder's Justice League, we want more of this. This was fantastic. This was the superhero epic that I wanted it to be, and I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Number 72. I have The Revenant. Oh my goodness, Leonardo DiCaprio giving like the performance of his life. The bear attack scene is insane. This movie is exciting, engaging, man versus nature, man versus this dude that you really don't like, and it's just so well done. The Revenant is fantastic. Number 71, Unforgiven. Oh my goodness, this is such a great western. Clint Eastwood starring and directing, and it's it, it's thematically deep, it's fun, it's entertaining, and it's just, it's so good, man. This is, I think this is my favorite Western of all time. I mean, check lower down on the list here, or higher up on the list, and, uh, and see what you think if there's another Western that pops up that I'm forgetting. But I think this is my favorite Western of all time, man. Unforgiven, such a fantastic movie. Number 70. King Kong, and this is the Peter Jackson, uh, Jack Black movie, King Kong, that version of King Kong, by far better than the new version of, of King Kong, in my opinion, a really good movie, like, this, this is what I want those monster movies to be, like, I really enjoy, uh, Godzilla, and I really enjoy Kong Skull Island and stuff, but whenever those movies pop up, I'm always like, I, I'm always like, okay, 
I, I like it. It's fun. It's enjoyable. But I really wish that character development was better. I really wish they heightened the character development in those movies to really make them classics. That's what this movie does. This movie gives you engaging, interesting characters along with the epic, cool monster action that I love so much. So number 70, King Kong. And also, I haven't seen the original, so it's not on this list. But uh, I should watch that original King Kong because people say it's really good. Uh, number 69, I have Triangle. This movie's so cool. This is a overlooked gem of a movie. I like, I've never even heard of this until fairly recently. And then I, I found it and I, I saw it and it's weird sci-fi, uh, kind of time manipulation stuff going on. And it is, if you like, like, uh, time travel, if you like time manipulation type movies, absolutely check this one out. This is it, it, one of the best. It's so cool. It's so cool. Triangle. Check it out. Uh, number 68, Blade Runner 2049. Better than the original Blade Runner movie, in my opinion. Denny Villeneuve debuting on the list here. He might have another one on the list here. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I really love this movie. The the whole uh, you know, questions about robots versus humans and all that kind of questions they, they got going on there. Uh, the, the story is fascinating. The themes are interesting. Just such a great, great movie. Number 67, I got Toy Story, uh, just the absolute classic, man, uh, I, I watched this movie so many times growing up, man, this is probably the movie that I have seen the most times in my life because I, I just b watched it repeatedly over and over and over growing up and forced all my other <laughs> siblings to watch it as well more times than they wanted to and uh, not more times than I wanted to because I always wanted to watch that movie amazing I love it it's, it's fun characters fun fun story it is interesting going back and seeing some of that old animation and being like man you don't notice it necessarily movie to movie but Pixar and animation in general, like 3D animation like that, has advanced a lot since Toy Story. Um, but still, Toy Story, such a great movie, a classic. Number 66, Shaun of the Dead. Okay, Edgar Wright on the list here. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I love the Cornetto trilogy. Shaun of the Dead, making fun of zombie movies while making a cool, fun zombie movie in itself. Very fun. Very fun. I love it. Love it. Uh, number 65, The Ghost and the Darkness, a movie about tigers or lions that are killing people and uh, you, you got to stop a man versus nature kind of movie based on a true story. Absolutely fantastic. Edge of your seat kind of stuff. Really, really like The Ghost and the Darkness. Number 64, Kick-Ass. Absolutely just so ridiculous, kind of over the top, but just a lot of fun, man. Hit Girl is so fun. Big Daddy is so fun. And man, all, all those characters are just a blast. Number 63, Batman Assault on Arkham. This movie should be called Suicide Squad Assault on Arkham because it's just a Suicide Squad movie, not a Batman movie. But really enjoyed this. This is a, a, a great animated Suicide Squad movie and uh, just a great introduction to who the Suicide Squad is if you don't know who they are. It came out before the live action Suicide Squad movies so you probably have a better idea of who they are now. You can go watch James Gunn's one you know because it's really good too. Uh, number 62 
we got The Grey. Another overlooked gem of a movie, this is Liam Neeson versus the wolves, you know, another man versus nature kind of story. I like man versus nature stories, and this one is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's, it's, emotional, it's, you know, pulls at your heartstrings and all those kind of things that it needs to do, but it's also exciting and intense, and it's, it's, ooh, it's so good. Liam Neeson versus Wolves, check it out, love it. Uh, number 61, Christopher Nolan back on the list here with Interstellar, absolutely fantastic, I love this movie, the, the, you know, the ending's a bit wonky, and I, you know, it's, eh, okay, I got some issues with the ending ultimately of the movie, but overall, this movie is so fantastic, so engaging, so weird sci-fi kind of stuff going on that they say is real and going on and stuff that I don't necessarily believe. But hey, it's it's cool, it's interesting, and there's some really, really cool stuff in this movie. And again, it's one of those pulling-at-your-heartstrings movies. Number 60, The Book of Eli. So you got Denzel Washington walking across the barren wasteland of a post-apocalyptic world uh, to deliver a Bible to a place that'll take care of it. Uh, very interesting. Not a Christian movie, by the way, because the, the you know, at a point in the movie, the Bible is uh, put on the same level as, like, uh, the Quran and other uh, religious books. And so it, it's not like saying, hey, the Bible is more the most important book ever or anything, by the way. It's just saying it's an important one because it's a historically significant book, which it is, but it's it's also the word of God to man, right? So, you know, there's that. But <laughs> the book of Eli, absolutely fantastic, amazing action, uh, interesting characters, and interesting storyline here. I, I really like the book of Eli. Number 59, the Dark Knight Rises, uh, my least favorite Dark Knight movie, <laughs> at number 59, so hint for the future of the list here, I love this movie, fantastic, the The ending is a bit weak, I would say, but overall, a, a great Batman movie and a great story, you know, introducing uh, Catwoman in here, really in a, in a cool way, a good Christopher Nolan, more grounded, kind of serious way than what Batman could be with Catwoman and stuff. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Really good. Number 58, John Carpenter's Halloween. So yes, the 1978 original. A great movie. Really uh, just visceral action, like not action, but just kind of visceral terror, visceral uh, intensity in that movie that John, Cap that John Carpenter captures. Uh, I like John Carpenter's movies and, and Halloween's really good. It's, it's, it's the first one. The original is the best by far. And it's, uh, it's, it's really good. It, it's actually has a, a good story in a slasher movie. Uh, unlike most slasher movies, uh, <laughs> number 57, the amazing Spider-Man. Oh, is this the first Spider-Man movie? I think this was the first one on the list. So my least favorite Spider-Man movie <laughs> popping up here. If you don't know, I am a, a massive Spider-Man fan. So uh, all the Spider-Man movies are are going to end up on my list because these movies are the movies that I'll always come back to and I always come back and, and watch and rewatch and stuff. I really enjoy all Spider-Man movies. The Amazing Spider-Man, yes, my least favorite one, but I still really liked it. A g interesting, good introduction to Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. The Lizard is a cool villain, though maybe could have been done slightly better, but overall, a, a really good 
movie. Number 56, The Conjuring, the first Conjuring movie. Absolutely fantastic, a great, exciting, thrilling horror movie, and it has a kind of good Christian biblical message packed in there at the end. Pretty good. Uh, number 55, the Incredibles, absolutely incredible, there we go, uh, <laughs> uh, was my favorite animated movie for a long time, what's my favorite animated movie, well you're gonna have to wait a little while and figure out, The Incredibles is an original superhero storyline that is very reminiscent of like the Fantastic Four kind of thing going on, better than any of the Fantastic Four movies by far, uh, but really, really good, really good, uh, again, another kind of classic from my childhood too, man, I, I watched that movie quite a bit, though not as much as Toy Story for sure. Uh, number 56, Sherlock Holmes, the uh, Robert Downey Jr., Guy Ritchie, Sherlock Holmes movie. I really, really love this movie, man. It's so good. This was this was way up higher on my list for a time. It's kind of sunk down over time, uh, but I really like it. I haven't watched it for a while. Maybe if I watch it, it'll like shoot way back up or way down on my list. I don't know. I haven't seen it for a while, but I really enjoy this movie. I mean, I think Robert Downey Jr. is a very fun Sherlock Holmes, if not a Sherlock Holmes that is necessarily uh, super close to the, the ones in the books, but a very fun Sherlock Holmes, a very fun dynamic with these characters. Guy Ritchie always with that snappy dialogue that I enjoy so much. Number 53, we got X-Men First Class. Uh, the best X-Men movie, so that you don't have to expect a bunch of X-Men movies in the future of the list here. Matthew Vaughn directing, which is really why I think this is probably my favorite, is because he's just such a great director, man. He, he does such a great job at giving these characters that like giving you characters that you really like and then putting them in these kind of insane situations and that's what he does in this movie introducing younger versions of the x-men and just it's all just really well done you know great villains great heroes great great stuff there you go uh <laughs> number 52 we got batman under the red hood Okay, animated Batman movie, Under the Red Hood. Uh, so you gotta figure out the mystery of who is Under the Red Hood. Good movie. Really good Batman movie. Really good animated movie. One of my favorite animated movies of all time. And uh, different version of Joker in here, which is pretty cool. And, and just overall, a really, really good movie. Number 51... We got The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I really enjoy this movie. I think it's a lot of fun. I know some people are kind of like, I, I don't know about the, that rhino. And yeah, the rhino can be a little bit obnoxious. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Electro being over the top. And oh, everything's over the top. It's a very over the top movie. But it's so much fun. I like the soundtrack, the weirdo soundtrack in this movie. Uh, some of the best Spider-Man action is in this movie. And just, it's just fantastic, man. You know, if you're not as into Spider-Man as I am, then, uh, then you know, you, you probably won't like this movie as much as I do, I guess. Uh, but, dude, I, I, I still love it, you know? I still love it. Number 50, I got Monsters. This movie is a low-budget, very kind of low-key monster movie about you know some they're, they're like giant kaiju sized monsters and it's basically uh, this guy and this lady have to get from one side of the you know infected kaiju zone to the other and they're traveling through it and it's about them uh it very much more character focused than uh, most monster movies are and just very well done very 
uh, intense and exciting at times and emotionally affecting at others. Very well done. That's 50, by the way. That's that we're halfway through this list here. Holy moly. Uh, we got a lot to go. So let's get on with it. Number 49, we got Hot Fuzz. We got Edgar Wright back again on the list, the second movie from the Cornetto trilogy making this list. And I, I love this movie, man. It is hilarious. It, it's, it, dude, it's just, it's such a great kind of both parody and, and just reinvention or reinvigorating of what this is you know kind of kind of that the murder mystery kind of thing going on it's it's a kind of parodying that but also making a great one and it's so funny and the dynamic between Simon Pegg and Nick Frost is amazing it's so quick-witted and the moving so fast and it's just so enjoyable man it's so much fun hot fuzz number 48 I got Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, Mysterio, fantastic villain in here. Very fun. Tom Holland is a great Spider-Man. And uh, and this one is just, it's extremely fun. Extremely fun. Number 47. I got Hush. Dude, more people need to check out Hush. It's on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix original. But anyway, it's on Netflix for a long time anyway. And uh, this movie is about a deaf woman and somebody breaks into her house. And it's kind of a thriller about a... It's like a home invasion movie with a deaf woman. And it's so good. So good. Mike Flanagan, masterful horror director directing Hush. Check out Hush. Oh my goodness. It's so good. It's so good. Check it out. Uh, number 47 is Hush. Okay, it's number 46... I got Spider-Man 3. I know a lot of people don't like this movie, hey, but I still love it. Uh, there's still so much in here to like. I mean, I love Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker and stuff. As dorky as these movies are, I just, I love them. And seeing the, the Harry Osborn storyline story uh, finally, you know, follow through with that is really well done. I really like the Sandman a lot. Venom. Could have been better, uh, but is decent in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do think Venom could have been better. Uh, but overall, I, I just, I really, really like Spider-Man 3. I like all the Spider-Man movies. You're going to see some more. Don't worry. Uh, number 45, I got Us. The, okay, Jordan Peele making an appearance. My favorite Jordan Peele movie. Everybody seems to like Get Out better for some reason. But Us is better. Come on, guys. This movie is so creepy. It's so weird. It's kind of surreal, but it's fun. And it's just so good. It's so good. It's scary, but it's fun. And it's it's so good. So good. Uh, number 44, I got Joker. Oh my goodness, who would have thought you needed a solo Joker movie? Not me, but they made something really interesting and really engaging with it. And I, I really enjoyed it. Really liked it. Number 43, I got Venom. Uh, Venom is a movie that I think is wildly underrated. I <laughs> like. I don't know, critics did not seem to like this movie very much at all. Uh, you know, fans, I think, liked it more than critics did. But this movie, it's just so much fun. It strikes this really weird balance between this kind of dark humor and stuff, along with slapsticky kind of humor, in with this kind of buddy cop storyline, or this buddy storyline of these two people meeting and not getting along, but you know they gotta get along at some point to defeat the big bad guy kind of thing. It just, it... Oh, 
all that worked together for me so well to make it so much fun, but other people just don't seem to get that enjoyment, apparently, that, uh, that I really do out of this movie. Uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage, by the way. I like it pretty close to on par with the first Venom movie. Like, they're, they're pretty similar as far as how much I like them. I like them both a lot. I didn't include it on this list. It's a very new movie. Uh, so maybe if I made this list a little later, it would have ended up on the list too. But I just, I love the Venom movies. Man, check them out. Check them out. If you didn't watch them because people said they didn't like them, I mean, maybe you won't like them either. But it's awesome. Number 42. I got Pitch Black, Vin Diesel's best character. Yes, his best character is not Dom from the Fast and the Furious movie or that one soldier from uh, Saving Private Ryan. No, his best character is Riddick from Pitch Black. And a fantastic monster movie, uh, interesting sci-fi concepts going on here, fun action movie. Uh, none of the sequels lived up to this one, though they were all interesting in their own right. Uh, Vin Diesel is always talking about doing another one, and I want to see another one. I would love to see a TV series with Vin Diesel in the Riddick role. I think he's probably too big of an actor at the moment to actually do that, but I would love to see something along those lines. Uh, I just... I love this movie. It's so good. Number 41, I got The Ring, a fantastic, terrifying horror movie that is just an interesting concept of the, the girl stuck in the TV and the mystery of trying to figure out what's going on, what's with this tape, what's the things that are on the tape. It's weird, it's creepy, it's unnerving, and I just really, really enjoyed The Ring. Uh, number 40, I got Deep Blue Sea. Just absurd, fun, fun, fun. Dude, uh, sharks eating people in an underground uh, base for the testing sharks for stuff. And so fun. So, <laughs> just a great monster movie, honestly. Just kind of like a... Because it's like souped up sharks. They're smart sharks and they'll turn the oven on when you're hiding inside of it. That is a scene that happens in this movie. It is so funny. It's so fun. And it's, it's exciting. And it's just, it's a, it's a great movie, man. The, this more people should like this movie. I don't know, man. It's so good. It's so good. Number 39, Donnie Darko. Uh, this is a movie that is problematic in a way that like you can't fully understand the movie unless you read some outside material to completely understand some of the intricacies of what exactly happens, especially near the end of this movie. That said, it's really engaging. It's really fun, interesting characters and weird sci-fi stuff going on. I really like Donnie Darko. Number 38, I am legend uh the the zombie-ish kind of movie monster movie Will Smith the last man in the world and he's got to save the human race very cool number 37 Leon the professional uh love this movie man a fantastic movie about a hitman that is kind of forced into taking in this little girl and uh raising her as his daughter and it is emotional exciting and it just has some some really really cool sequences in it uh number 36 ready or not this is another dark comedy that is hilarious oh my goodness dude this movie is so funny it's exciting it's edge of your seat it's it's ridiculous but it is so much fun ready or not is the movie where they're trying to 
kill the bride of the guy who just marries this girl and then they're like all right now we got to kill her and it's 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 insane it is dark but it is so funny oh my goodness number 35 captain america the first avenger so the first captain america movie kind of a war movie here uh and a war superhero movie Absolutely fantastic, man. Really, really good. A great introduction to Captain America. Very fun. A great introduction to Red Skull as well. I wish we got more Red Skull than we did, I guess. But, you know, fantastic. I, I love Captain America, the first Avenger. Number 34, Don't Breathe. Honestly, like one of the most start-to-finish intense movies I've ever seen. This is just one of the most edge-of-your-seat never relenting kind of movies ever it is just so intense and it is so well done it is so engaging it's kind of extreme and some people won't like that i a friend of mine watched it and he's like ah, there's a point in that movie where it's, it's, it goes a bit far and if you've seen the movie you probably know what i'm talking about but it is very good if you can get past that scene, I guess. Uh, but it is one of the most intense, constantly intense movies I've ever seen. Number 33, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Uh, just Ron Perlman, Guillermo del Toro, Hellboy. So much fun, man. I wish instead of that remake, which was okay, but instead of that remake, I, I wish they just made Hellboy 3 because dude I, I just I love these movies Hellboy and Hellboy 2 so fun so fantastic man really really fun uh number 32 Spider-Man Homecoming okay so the introduction to Spider-Man into the MCU uh a different version of Spider-Man than we've seen before much younger kind of feeling even though technically they were supposed to be close to the same age as that in the previous Spider-Man movies and stuff they just uh, didn't look that young I guess Vulture's a fun villain and it it made you excited for the future of Spider-Man in the MCU uh which is awesome it's it's great man uh number 31 Oculus Mike Flanagan back on this list again from Hush. Remember Hush? Just, you should watch that movie. You should also watch Oculus. Uh, absolutely fantastic, intense, dark horror movie that is about this evil mirror that they do, they work it so well where this mirror is evil and you're like intimidated and scared by this mirror. It is so cool, so weird, and just, just fantastic. It's really scary, freaky, cool cool movie uh no and trippy like trippy weird kind of movie too with the mirror very cool very cool number 30 prometheus okay <laughs> great great monster movie my second favorite alien movie what how does that work well check out my alien reviews to uh to figure that out i had an episode where i reviewed the entire alien movie franchise uh so Check those out so you can hear my thoughts on uh, why Prometheus is my second favorite of the Alien movies. Absolutely fantastic, great monster movie, great setup to the future of those movies. I think I would have loved to have seen a direct sequel to this. Alien Covenant is a somewhat sequel to this, but I would have loved to see the direct continuation of this. Very interesting and very exciting. Just so good, so good, man. Uh, number 29, A Quiet Place. Such a great, interesting, unique idea for a monster movie that people have seemed to try to, to kind of replicate later on with uh, things like this 
the silence and the bird box and stuff, none of which lived up to The Quiet Place. Ext incredibly intense, incredibly exciting, but really, it's just this movie about this this family that has to live through this, you know, th through the monster alien invasion, but is really kind of dealing with the, the trauma of some past events that happened in their life. Really well done. Really good. Number 28, Man of Steel. People are really divided on this movie, but I love it. I, I think I think even thematically, like I think Zack Snyder is really underrated thematically because people always say, oh, it's, oh, it's just fluff. Oh, it's just action. And yeah, the, the, this movie has tons of action in it. It is very action-heavy movie. But I think the themes about the fatherhood, the themes about blood family and, and adopted family and all that kind of stuff going on in this movie is very interesting and very well done. They kind of paint Superman as a messiah figure, which is somewhat from the comics, depending on the comics you read, I guess. But it, that that is somewhat from the comics and stuff. But uh, you know, which is kind of like, okay, I don't know about that. But, you know, it's <laughs> overall, just such a great, exciting, intense movie. Zod, such a phenomenal villain. Oh, my goodness. Michael Shannon is Zod. Such a great villain. So good. Number 27, The World's End. Edgar Wright back again directing a movie about beer hopping people that suddenly are noticed they're being followed by these weird people with like blue lights in their mouths. Very weird, very hilarious. My favorite of the Cornetto trilogy. Just hilarious and just over the top insanity that Edgar Wright directs in a way that is hilarious but also can punch you in the feels when it needs to, to, to really get its point across. Really good, really well done, and, and really good movie about a man struggling with uh, addiction and kind of letting go of the past. Uh, number 26, Batman Begins. Uh, Christopher Nolan's first Batman movie here. Really my introduction to Christopher Nolan, and then I expanded out and seen, oh my goodness, all this guy's movies are really good. Um, absolutely fantastic, a great introduction to the Christian Bale Batman, a great uh, establishing of a new Batman, a great establishing of a different tone for superheroes than we've ever seen before, and it's so well done, really, really good. Number 25, The Conjuring 2. James Wan back directing the second Conjuring movie. Again, a good kind of Christian, biblical kind of message packed in here, as well as along with uh, more monsters and more demon kind of stuff going on, more weirdness going on. Again, very intense and, and just absolutely fantastic. One of, one of my favorite horror movies. Is there a horror movie higher on this list? You will have to see when I go. All right, now it's number 25. Let's keep going. Number 24. <laughs> Number 24 is The Terminator. Uh, absolutely fantastic. A, a great lower budget movie about this robot that is relentlessly pursuing these people. And great time travel stuff going on. Arnold Schwarzenegger in here playing the role that he was born to play. And just... Absolutely fantastic, and, uh, and my, yeah, yeah, uh, number 23, we got The Avengers, that first Avengers movie, this was real close to my number one for a while after it came out, this is why you need to wait a while before you put movies on your top 100 list or, so, or something like that, because, uh, this movie did lower some over the years, that said, I still love it, man, I still think this is such a fun, entertaining movie, a great coming together of these characters, a great mix of characters, and just so much fun. Loki as the villain, just so good. Number 22, I got Iron Man, the thing that kicked off 
the MCU in the first place. I've heard this described as a rock concert of a movie, and that really fits. It's just loud, pulsing fun, you know, and it's just, it's just so much fun, and, and Robert Downey Jr., uh, just born to play this character, you know, just so good. Number 21, Unbreakable, M. Night Shyamalan, back on the list from a long time ago now, uh, Unbreakable, such a great unique take on a superhero movie, a different take that they didn't follow up on for so many years until finally Split came out, so just a few years ago, you know, and so absolutely fantastic, so, so interesting, unique, engaging, it is low-key, mellow, uh, M. Night Shyamalan kind of filmmaking, which I really enjoy, but some people are kind of mixed on, but man, Unbreakable, such a great movie. Number 20, the Matrix, of course, the first movie. We've got a sequel coming up here, which is, uh, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But, oh my goodness, this one, just a, a classic and a classic for a reason, man. The the action is amazing. The thematic material in here is amazing. Uh, you know, I'm not a big Keanu Reeves fan for the most part, but then he'll pull off something like John Wick and he'll pull off something like The Matrix, which is just so cool and so awesome. And so the first Matrix, absolutely fantastic. And just really great science fiction, man. Number 19, we got Inception. Speaking of great science fiction, Christopher Nolan back on here with some weird sci-fi stuff going on. Layers of dreams, different layers, and it's just, it's mind-bending, strange, weird, and so cool. Uh, and again, what Christopher Nolan always does really well is give you these characters that are also very engaging to pull you through all this mind-bending weirdness that is so cool. Uh, number 18... We got Captain America, The Winter Soldier, fantastic MCU movie, fantastic Captain America movie, and just, some say, still say this is like the best MCU movie, and dude, it's hard to argue with that, because this is such a great kind of take on Captain America, a little bit different of a take than the first movie, but still very much working in line with that first movie, so good. Number 17. John Carpenter's The Thing. This is the 1982 original version. Well, the original version is some other name. I don't remember right now. But the John Carpenter's The Thing, not the, the sequel remake thing that they made a while later. Uh, such a great, great monster movie. Practical effects monster movie. So even though it's from the 80s, it still looks pretty good, honestly. One of the greatest movie monsters of all time with The Thing. Such a interesting concept of this monster monster, this shape-shifting monster that can change into any person or anything, makes this great sense of paranoia, uh, just so good, so, so good. Number 16, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I did not expect this animated Spider-Man movie to be so good, I did not expect this movie to be one of my favorite Spider-Man movies, and who would have thought that that was going to happen? Like, I expected it to be good, I expected it to be fun, I expected to enjoy it, but oh my goodness, this movie is hilarious, it's heartfelt, and it's just so, so entertaining, man. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, bringing in all the different Spider-Mans, too. Such a fun, cool idea, and, uh, and, and I hope this doesn't discourage them from doing that in a live-action Spider-Man universe, which I don't think it will, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so good, so good. Number 15, 
Logan. The send-off to Wolverine, the send-off to Hugh Jackman as Wolverine here in the X-Men universe. By far the best of those X-Men type movies. This isn't an X-Men movie, this is like the spin-off solo movie, but just so good. The introduction of X-23 and just everything about this movie. It's so intense, it's brutal, and it's so good, man. It's so engaging. It's it's such a great take on Wolverine. It's just, it's the best of Wolverine that we've seen, and it's so good. It's so good. Number 14, Aliens. Okay, the Alien versus Aliens. I am definitely an Aliens kind of person. You got tons of these monsters down on this planet. You gotta go, and, and you gotta go down there, and you're just killing them off. They're killing you off. It's exciting. It's intense, and uh, it's fantastic, man. Again, one of the, the greatest movie monsters of all time in the Alien franchise. They're absolutely fantastic. The Xenomorph, so cool. Uh, number 13, I got Black Panther. Uh, absolutely fantastic movie. One of my favorite superheroes before that movie, and I was going, okay, please get this right. Please make a good Black Panther movie, you know, and then he's introduced in, what, Civil War, and they're like, okay, he's pretty good, but he's he's kind of, he's very antagonistic throughout that movie. Are you gonna do the Black Panther justice? And you totally do, and he's such a great, interesting character and a great, interesting villain with Killmonger, and just it's setting up this whole new kind of world in the MCU. So good, so entertaining. And just great, great movie. Number 12, M. Night Shyamalan Grayson, the list again here with signs. I love this movie, man. Mel Gibson in here, Joaquin Phoenix in here, making what appears on the surface to be a Christian movie, but it is not a Christian movie. I've heard some Christians reviewing it and saying, this is a, like a very Christian movie. It's not actually, if you, if you pay attention, it's, it's, uh, the, the, the emphasis is not on the God of the Bible in that movie. It's, uh, the emphasis is on the, uh, the having faith in something kind of thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a much more broad, much more general, not so specific to the God of the Bible. It is, uh, it is distinctly not a Christian movie, actually, if, you, if you're paying attention to some of the, the key moments in here. That said, I love this movie, man. It is so engaging. It's so interesting. It's thematically interesting. I like the characters in here. I like the alien and the twist with the, all that kind of stuff going on. I, I just, I love it. I love it. It's, it's one of those movies that I saw, I don't know, I guess closer to when it came out, and just way back when, and it's just like, oh my goodness, it was so crazy and, like, blowing my mind, and then it's just, I, I don't know, in some ways, I guess this movie uh, forms my movie tastes in certain ways, I think, and I just, I love it, I love it. Number 11, Avengers Infinity War. Oh my goodness, so the, the ultimate coming together of so many Avengers here, but Thanos coming in, and this is this is really Thanos' story here, Thanos coming in and wrecking shop, a great character there, great dynamics with all the Avengers, so, so good. Number 10, we're in the top 10 here. This is this is it. We're we're at the end. Oh my goodness! There's there's so many movies. Ninety movies that I talked about, and I talked actually more about each individual of these movies than uh than I was expecting to in some ways, I guess. But hey, it's cool. It's cool. I think it makes for better content. Number ten in the top ten here. My top ten favorite movies of all time. Number ten, 
it surprised me a little bit that it was up this high, but I knew it was going to be up high. Number 10, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, another one of those movies that, you know, I, I watched when that came out and it's just like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. It's such a unique, different thing. It's a pirate movie with these fantastical fantasy elements. Johnny Depp doing this this weirdo character that is just so unique and wholly his and, and uh, Jeffrey Rush and everything, just so interesting so unique great concepts and a great execution so much fun man i love this movie number nine cabin in the woods uh <laughs> this is just one of those movies that the more i watch it and the more i've seen it it's just it it climbs higher and higher on my list man of movies that it's just again it's it's so weird it's so unique and just the it presents itself on the outside as kind of, oh, I'm just your typical horror movie. I'm just your kind of average run-of-the-mill slasher kind of movie where y'all, oh, you went into the woods and then y'all die and stuff. Um, but it is not that at all. It takes that and it just twists that concept on its head so hard and uh, it's so fun. It's so... It, the characters... There, there, there is some kind of surface level horror movie type character age going on, but they, they take that and they twist it and they go deeper. They have kind of, this is kind of a commentary on the genericness of the slasher movie and everything, uh, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is such, it's, it's fun. It's kind of comedic, but it's also exciting and it's just, it's so good, man. Cabin in the Woods, such a great, great movie oh my goodness number eight i got spider-man the first spider-man movie sam raimi's first spider-man movie toby mcguire the first you know big screen spider-man movie i just i love it so much the green goblin in here absolutely fantastic and just it's it's the introduction for me to spider-man to my my favorite character of all time and just my favorite superhero my favorite just fictional character of all time and just it's it's such a great fun entertaining movie and as dorky and as cheesy it is as it is I still just love it and I'm engaged every time and it's just so it's so good man it's so so fun man good uh number seven Captain America Civil War uh, was my favorite uh, MCU movie for a while because it's like, oh my goodness, bringing, you know, these, these characters and having the, the infighting in here where you now suddenly got Captain America versus Iron Man and it's really a clash of ideals. It's so much more than just, oh, we have a disagreement or we just have a misunderstanding or any of this kind of stuff. It's a clash of fundamental ideals and you know, and just the ways that you think the world should be held and the world should be worked and the way the government should work and the way the government should or shouldn't rule over you with the iron fist or not, you know, uh, <laughs> and, um, and I am fully on Captain America's side. Captain America is definitely on the side of the freedom in this movie. And Iron Man is on the side of government control. And uh, yeah, go Captain America. Uh, number six. One of the most underrated, underappreciated movies of all time. Equilibrium. I love this movie. 
This movie is so fun. It has, first off, it has some of the best action I've ever seen in any movie ever. Equilibrium's action is insane. It's it's weird, but it's so cool and it works so well in the the context of the movie. But the the characters are Christian Bale giving an amazing performance and just thematically I think it's really interesting about the the nature of art, the nature of humanity, what art means to humanity and does for humanity and uh then the what is man is man purely emotional is man purely thought based what is the balance there what is the balance we should have what is the balance we shouldn't have there when does our emotions cause problems when does our critical thinking cause problems and what is the balance there that we should have this movie explores all those things in a very entertaining fun exciting way that oh my goodness I just I love this movie so much this is it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time as a matter of fact it's my number sixth favorite movie of all time um <laughs> I love this movie so much it's so good Equilibrium check it out uh number five Terminator Two Judgment Day I love this movie this <laughs> this movie is it it's it's just one of the best action movies of all time it, it, again deep thinking science fiction going on here you know that first movie had some of that stuff going on but this movie took it to another level gives you characters to really kind of latch on to as you're going and you're thinking about you know the the nature of humanity what does the end justify the means does i'm not gonna spoil anything so i'm not gonna say certain things i guess uh the the nature of humanity what does it mean to be human how you know what, what would it take for a robot to be human could a robot ever be human could a, what what if a robot is more of a humanoid character what is robot is a more of a human character in somebody's life than uh than a human is you know what what does that mean what does that do to that person or what does that mean for the the nature of humanity and stuff fascinating fascinating stuff on top of uh, just an epic awesome action movie that is just so cool it's just the coolest liquid metal terminators amazing uh number four jurassic park just the dude 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 uh jurassic park so fun so just insanely fun happy kind of movie that when i watch it it's just like yes amazing i love it i love all the characters i love the dinosaurs the special effects are getting a little older a little cheesier now but they held up for so stinking long, it's insane, and they don't look too bad now. Like, they're, they're definitely older now, but they don't look way too bad, uh, especially for a movie that came out uh, the year that I was born, actually. Uh, amazing. Amazing. One of my favorite movies of all time, obviously. I don't need to say that when it's my number four. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love this movie so much. All right. Number three. Avengers Endgame. Okay, I guess this one's a fairly recent-ish one, too, so maybe this will move down on my list or something. But, oh my goodness, I love when the conclusion of a franchise comes together in a great way. And I don't know how you could have done the conclusion to the Avengers saga any better than they did it in Avengers Endgame. It was incredible amazing bringing my favorite overarching saga franchise whatever you want to call this with all the mcu movies shoved together my favorite thing in cinema and and bringing it to this epic conclusion that is just so so amazing 
And even though they're they're continuing it, even if they, they screw up the rest of the Marvel movies, you know, which they haven't. Shang-Chi was awesome. But Shang-Chi, anyway, was awesome. Uh, but but uh, but even if they, like, screw up the rest of the MCU, the, the fact that we got all that and capping it off with Avengers Endgame is amazing. Uh, number two, The Dark Knight. This was my number one for so so long and then uh when i was when i was i, I thought it was going to be my number one while making this list and starting it off i'm like all right just stick that at number one the dark knight the best batman movie ever one of the best movies ever christopher nolan back christian bale back the joker the best version of the joker well actually it, it you know what? i really really like the joker and the batman arkham games but uh, we will move on from that uh, the best cinematic version of the joker uh i'm just such a great 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 movie exciting intense everything Thing that a Batman movie should be and very thought-provoking and interesting as well again I thought this was going to be my number one because this was my number one for so long because I just I love this movie so much it changed superhero movies forever that like this really is kind of a big turning point in superhero movies and doing different ways and doing different takes and different uh ways to make superhero movies and stuff this uh an iron man and then you're i don't know you're going back to the first superman i guess uh, <laughs> just changing superhero cinema forever and i i thought this was gonna be my number one and then making this list i'm like no I think I have a new number one. And if you're paying close attention, you might know what it is. My number one is the only Spider-Man movie that wasn't here yet. Spider-Man 2. My favorite Spider-Man movie. My favorite movie of all time. I love this movie, man. Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. Such a great rivalry there. You got, you know, Kristen Dunst as MJ, who is great. And just, dude, so fantastic so perfect a movie and just and again i know it's corny and cheesy and it's all those things that people say about these movies and it's all in there but i don't care because i love it so much and again this is this is one of those ones that just watching it all the time growing up and just not, not growing up but you know at that period when it came out and just oh my goodness I, I guess i was still technically growing up am i still technically growing up right now oh my goodness this movie is amazing so so good that uh, just again just my, my favorite movie of all time spider-man 2 who would have thunk it i i, I wouldn't have actually because I, I thought it was gonna be the dark knight so <laughs> oh my goodness the fact that this this you know shifted from what was probably i guess my number two back to my number one amazing amazing this might also be this might be like next to uh toy story this might be my second most watched movie of all time because dude i watched this movie so many times and uh i haven't watched it for a couple years i should uh, i should rewatch it again because it's it's amazing it's amazing now i broke down this list into genres because i just i just thought this was uh interesting because all right i knew what was going to be the top so i have sci-fi fantasy as just kind of one genre here how many of the movies are sci-fi fit into the kind of the sci-fi fantasy kind of genre fit in that motif well that's obviously my favorite thing in movies so 82 82 movies in here are sci-fi fantasy leaving only 18 movies that have no sci-fi or fantasy elements 
in them. Uh, so, I, my obvious bias towards sci-fi, geekery, all that kind of amazing stuff that I like so much. Uh, also, okay, how many superhero movies? are in here. Uh, superhero slash comic book movies, because there's some things like Kingsman. Not technically a superhero movie, more of a just a comic book movie. I included that in here. Uh, 35, so 35% of my favorite movies are comic book movies. <laughs> nice. Alright, horror movies. What about horror movies? And it kind of depends on what you consider horror movies. Some people have a different uh, con consideration for what they would consider a horror movie versus what I would consider a horror movie. Um, horror movies aren't as defined as something like fantasy versus science fiction where there is a very clear line, uh, whereas horror is much more blurry, you know? Uh, but 15 is what I counted. 15 horror movies on the list, a decent amount for what is uh, maybe my second favorite genre after the sci-fi, you know? So, very good. Uh, comedies. I knew there wasn't going to be a lot, but I do enjoy comedies. Five comedies, three of which are dark comedies, because that is my, uh, my favorite kind of comedies, generally speaking. Animated movies? I like a good animated movie, but I don't go out of my way to see animated movies, but there were five animated movies on my list as well, but four of them were superhero animated movies. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the other one was Toy Story. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and then westerns, we got two westerns on here, and we had one war movie that was also a superhero movie because that was Captain America Civil War, or not Captain America, Captain America the First Avenger which is also a war movie, you know? So, that, I think that counts. So, by the way, if I ever count down my favorite war movies, yeah, I guess now you know which is going to be my favorite war movie. <laughs> Fantastic. So, that's it. That is my 100 favorite movies, uh, and that is episode 300. 300 episodes down. Uh, who knows what's going to happen in this next 100 episodes? I certainly don't. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to, you know, when episode 400 comes around, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna count down then. You can send in your suggestions, helixreviewspodcast at gmail.com, and, uh, maybe I'll count down your fav my 100 favorite, whatever you suggest. Uh, TV shows is obviously an option. Uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's some, there's some different things, uh, floating around that I could count down 100 of, though that's, a it's a, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of movies, and all these movies... Like, I would basically recommend all these movies. Not all of these movies are for everybody. Obviously, you'd use your discernment and figure out what you like and dislike and don't want to watch and do want to watch. But, dude, you now have a hundred movie recommendations from me that I think are uh, very fun. <laughs> a very, uh, very good time if you're going to watch a hundred movies in the next 100 days, which is kind of crazy. All right, all right. I, I'm rambling. There's nothing else here. Uh... Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for, yeah, listening. That, yep, that, yep, yep, downloading. All that kind of stuff you do. Comment and heal tributes podcast at gmail.com. Whatever you want to say. There you go. And uh, see you around, guys. Until next time. Until episode 400 of the Helix Reviews podcast. This is David Arrington. Helix Reviews signing out. Bye-bye, guys. Could you pay me in advance? <laughs> Are you serious? Thank you for what? Standing there? <laughs>